Thanks for waking up with WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on uh, WKOK Sunrise. Mark Lawrence here. Rob Center's on the other side of the glass taking good care of us, so we appreciate all his help and hard work. In the studio with us now, we're meeting for the first time the new superintendent at the Milton Area School District. We're going to find a little bit out about his background and maybe some goals or maybe just keep going what has already started there and some of the good work that uh, preceded him at Milton Area School District. They start classes this Thursday, so uh, there's a sense of excitement up there, I am sure about that. Uh, John Bickhart is here, so welcome aboard, sir. Good morning. Tell us all about yourself, just a little bit about your background, kind of introduce yourself to our audience. Sure, sure. Good morning, everyone. I'm actually a graduate of Shiglami High School in 1997, so I'm from the area. Um, began my teaching career outside of Maryland. Um, taught two years there before coming back to the Valley. Um, and my last 19 years have been in Danville as a teacher, as an elementary principal for 12 years, and then curriculum director for two years before uh, before moving on to this role in Milton. Well, you know you're doing something right when you're an administrator in a district, and they're sorry to see you go. Yeah. So that it, it was a, it was tough to leave. Well, we heard about that at Danville. So yeah, they were they uh, had nothing but good things to say about where, who was headed to Milton. Well, thanks for that. And uh, as you take over Milton, certainly the district's hardly failing, and you know has a lot going for it. Uh, give us a, a quick assessment of of uh, sort of an elevator speech about the Milton School District and your goals and where it will go in the years ahead. Sure. Yeah, I began um, July 5th, and, and I could, you know, see immediately all the, the wonderful things and the wonderful people that are that are in the district. Um, I was welcomed um, by the administrative team and the administrative office with open arms, and, and Dr. Keegan as well. Um, you know, I think it's pretty unique that we're getting the opportunity to transition together. Um, that does not happen often, I think, in school districts to, to be able to do that. So um, a lot of great things going on in the district. Um, you know, to highlight a few things, you know, we're very, very excited, you know, to match the academics with the athletics. Um, we're open a brand new facility. Um, Alumni Stadium was completely renovated. It will open, well, this Saturday we'll have some scrimmages on the field, but next Friday night, August 26th, uh, we play South Williamsport and we'll open that and we're hoping it's a huge celebration for the community. Um, you know, academically, you know, a lot of things were focused on moving moving forward, um, but one of the key areas that the district does offer is its own CTE programs. Um, Mr. Rance, our high school principal. Career technology. Education. education. Yeah. So, Eight, eight um, different programs we're offering just added diversified occupations, which is a you know catch-all for a lot of things to, to really focus in on that industry-related um, for our students. Well, and I d- talked about one quickie thing before you started, and that's this idea of uh, an advisory board that helps you out. Uh, that was already in place. Maybe it's more common than I think, but making sure that area industries and businesses are communicating with you and say, if, if you were going to draft some sort of a quintessential graduate this is what she or he might have. Yeah, sure. So, so ultimately, you know, a lot, a lot of push recently in education on on academics when it comes to, you know, state testing and, and mandates like that. Um, but I think it's a delicate balance, and we're seeing that. We know that the workforce is very diverse right now. We need a lot of opportunities for our students. Um, so to have those kind of things available, um, like I said, Mr. Rance, who, who directs our, he's one of our high school co-principals, but who also directs our CTE program, is so passionate about what he does there. Um, and offering those opportunities. So, you know, Milton's unique in that way, that it has its standalone CTE, um, and, and to be able to offer all those, you know, pieces of the puzzle, you know, beyond 
you know, we have, we have students who, who want to go to college, and we need to be prepared for that. And I think we have some good programs there, and I'm excited to see that grow. But I'm also excited to see us grow the, the, the CTE program so we are that diverse school district that really accommodates all students. All right, well, let's talk about some of the hands-on and uh, visual things that folks will see if folks are going to the Milton School District in the weeks or days ahead. Uh, coronavirus precautions, what are we going to see there? Sure. So, you know, the state is still requiring that we report um, an aggregate number of cases at the end of the week. We have our health and updated health and safety plan um, that our that our team has worked on, um, the team has worked on prior to, to me getting there. But a lot of details were put into that over the past two years, you know, in all school districts. Um, we're hopeful that we can begin, you know, a new but a little bit old. <laughs> Looking back to pre-pandemic, now we need to be cautious and we need to be aware of what's going on in our communities. Um, but we are hopeful to really, you know, provide our students with the opportunity to have a sense of normalcy in their school. One of the things that the pandemic brought was this idea that remote learning was more common. And during snow days, we learned that schools would flip on a dime from in-school to home learning. What's going to happen this year yeah, in that yeah. regard? So, you know, we're going to work through those um, those pieces. You know, I think what we, we opened yesterday with our teachers, and we had a great opening day. And I think um, it was a great experience for me to to be with those group of, of professionals across the entire district, all faculty. And one of the things we discussed was that idea of online learning. And I think the critical piece for online learning right now is making sure we're prepared for our families. They need to know that, you know, the, the pandemic, you know, showed us that we have to be prepared in a different and unique way. So while we also learned that we need our teachers, we need our schools, we need our kids to be in our buildings. So it's a delicate balance there, but I think ultimately we want our families to know that we have a system in place. You know, the district uses Canvas. Um, we want to create a consistent approach. So if we do have to go virtual or we do, you know, on a snow day, use use those kind of opportunities, um, that there's consistency and parents are seeing that and they know where to go to find that information. But ultimately the goal really is we want our kids in school. Okay. We want them in the buildings. That's the best place. Even though some kids thrived with at-home learning, uh, how do you adjust to that if you, if you have one of those students that just loves to be isolated and work like sure. crazy alone? Milton does offer its own cyber school, um, so we have that availability. Um, but but ultimately, I would like that's one of the areas, I think, if I look at a long-term goal, we need to be able to offer, especially at our high school and secondary level, opportunities for kids who are, who are thriving in that, um, who may want to do a hybrid model of, of being able to take some online courses, but also, you know, in the building courses. You know, it's, it's not there yet, but I think it's a creative way of approaching and using our staff and our teachers, um, who are the experts, to to create that kind of environment. We'll do what your men, one of your mentors, Harry Matthias, did did over at Central. Ask students; they'll tell you what they need and what they love and what they enjoy and when they want to get up and when they want to go to bed and when they want to do the work and when they want that uh, e-tablet that you give them open and working and when they want it set aside. And uh, that is and, correct. You know they'll they'll give you the best sound advice you'll get you'll get from anybody uh, during the pandemic, we also talked about connectivity. Not everybody had internet. I think by the time the internet was, or by the uh, pandemic was winding down, uh, most kids got, either got connected or got to a place with uh, internet. Where are we on that to making sure that everybody's connected? Yeah, I know the district is one-to-one -one and all students have devices. You know, when it comes to connectivity, it's it's finding those areas that, that 
you know, struggle at times. And I think, you know, districts in general are constantly trying to, to alleviate that problem. So, um, but I do know a lot of schools, what they did, and, and I think Milton was in that, that um, pool, was providing opportunity for in parking lots or in areas where, you know, they could connect in. So, um, still can be difficult at times in those the remote areas, but I think ultimately we saw a lot of gains in that over the, the course of the pandemic. But probably not done, right? I mean, Service Electric yeah, and United I would, I Way in Milton not. can only do yeah. so much. You probably still have some kids that might still be out there. Okay, well, to be to be continued then. Uh, what about keeping kids safe, school security? This sure. It just seems like a pop-up topic everywhere. It is. Um, and, you know, one of the things that brought me to Milton, um, I, I'm a resident for 17 years. Um, my three kids are in the district. I have a first grader this year, a sixth grader, and an 11th grader. So um, security is oh personal gosh, to just me. Just ask them. Yeah, when, when you said you about everything. asking kids, yeah, they will tell you. Absolutely. Um, but um, so it's personal to me, you know, on all levels. But I think ultimately, and uh, I told this to the teachers yesterday, we actually welcomed our fifth graders because they're all going to, to White Deer Elementary this year. Some of the transitions um, that, that are going on in Milton and our ninth graders yesterday. So both those open houses were last night. And I spoke to both groups as much as I possibly could about school safety and that our priority is there. Uh, we're working with the Milton Borough, correct? Um, currently, we have a, a relationship with them. We have two SROs. We're hoping to expand that to four. Um, but again, we're working with our borough. That has not been finally approved yet, but ultimately we're hoping that partnership expands. I believe that the the ultimate piece of school security is creating um, relationships. It, it's the human aspect. It's our officers. It's our teachers. It's the ability, and I told this to parents last night, if your child can find that safe adult that they totally trust, they can put their trust in, um, that's who they can go to. That's how we're going to get the information we need to do everything we can beyond keeping our doors locked and, you know, and creating that type of environment. But I think it's you know, making sure our students have that resource to say something if they're if they're seeing something they think is, you know, an issue. Some schools develop a police department. Have you? Sure. You so have your SROs. They're they're pretty darn trained. Too. Correct. So so my experience in Danville was um, they did form their own police department. Um, coming into the borough, or uh, coming into Milton, um, I learned very quickly they have a relationship with the borough, which I think is fantastic. Um, Chief Zettelmoyer, um, the borough council, I was able to attend their meeting last week. You know, I'm able to see that immediately. You know, the reality is anytime you add any kind of staffing, it, it's it's a bonus, but it's also, you know, um, more work, you know. So that's why we want to cautiously move into this with the, with the borough and the council to make sure everybody's on the same page. But we do believe that, you know, this relationship um, that exists makes the community safer and our school safer. Yeah, what a, what a maybe a tough irony for somebody like you that's been uh, ad, administering schools for a while. You finally get to add a staff member and it might have to be a police officer. Officer, something sure. like that, rather. So than there that. is some grant funding that just came through the state, yeah. which has been helpful this this year um, to get that started. To add those, you know, two resources. Uh, the pandemic also brought shortages, busing, and workers, and maybe teachers. Where are you in relation to things that you just don't have enough of? Sure, we we are we are blessed right now that we um, um our staffing is is fairly settled. Um, we've had to do some you know a lot of hiring this summer, but we are in we are in pretty good shape. Um, we welcome you know uh, custodians, sec our custodians food service workers, um, 
you know, paraprofessionals, they're critical to the success of an organization, and there's always availability, and we need those people to make our schools work. So please, you know, if anybody's interested, reach out to us. We'd love to, to, to have you work with us. Um, Teaching-wise, we're okay. School psychologists are very difficult right now across the Commonwealth. That's a, that's a major piece. Um, but regarding transportation, sure, it is very difficult. Um, you know, we're working with our contractor and hopeful that, that we can do our best for families. But, you know, one of the critical pieces as, as an elementary principal, I knew this. First few days of school, we ask for, for patience and grace as we get started because it's a, it's a difficult process when we're moving, uh, you know, 2,000 students across, across a, a community. So hopefully we can make some changes that benefit. Well, everybody's going to be the school psychologist until you have a new one on that's board. True. That's true. That's the way it's, it's always been. All right. Well, we, you have about 30 seconds left, so anything you wish to say to, to anybody? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I just I, and I thank the Milton community for welcoming me. It's been a great opportunity. We, we look forward to that celebration on the 26th. And, and I'll share one, I think, amazing feat about Milton that I learned yesterday. It's, and I would, I would challenge to see if anybody in the, in the area has this. Um, we celebrated yesterday a, a teacher who was in our district for 41 years. <laughs> teaching for 41 years, um, Mary DeLong, and it was absolutely wonderful to watch the entire group of people immediately rise to their feet in, in applause for this, you know, amazing educator. And she's still there. Still there, teaching first grade. 43. Yeah, yeah who, we, we hope so. She is an amazing human being and an amazing educator. So, well, congratulations Milton to Milton for keeping her and for her for staying and for the community to recognize the great the great work that happened there. You don't see that often anymore. So no. Great 40. celebration. No. Well, you're, you'll be approaching 40 years in about 20 more years, so you got a while to <laughs> Correct. go. John, thank you so much for your time. Good luck. Have a fabulous year. Great. Thank you so much. Really appreciate, appreciate that. it. John Bickhart, Superintendent Milton Area School District.